0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Well, actually, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And many of you, it is welcome back to the show. And we're going to continue with that attitude that Melissa kind of got us kicked into Because we're going to be talking with people that know a lot about attitude. Yeah, the tood word. Starting off the hour right here on the Dr. Pat Show, we're thrilled to have Sam Glenn joining us. A kick in the attitude, an energizing approach to recharge your team, work, and life with this incredible author, Sam Glenn. Let me just tell you a little bit about this. You're going to feel this when you get him on the show here in a minute. You know, he's known as the Attitude Guy, and you're going to find out in a minute. Uh, he is the founder and publisher of Attitude Digest. He's the founder of Everything Attitude University. You know, he delivers up to 95 keynote speeches a year, and he's done this for the past decade or so. And he's joining us here today to remind us that we can bring the attitude that we want to the table whatever table that is sam welcome to the dr pat show i'm ready for my lesson
1: <laughs> thank you dr pat it's good to be on your show are you ready to talk a little attitude
0: i'm ready to talk a little attitude you know Attitude is really cool. I'm glad we're talking about it. I actually think attitude has become a lost art. And I want to ask you, what is it that got you so jazzed to make a career out of talking about it?
1: Well, I, I think uh, you know, life is about peaks and valleys and I learned a lot about attitude in the valley. It was about 16 years ago, I had lost a company that my grandfather had run for 30 years and he passed Belonged to our family and we had a fire and everything was gone, lost everything and next thing you know, I find myself depressed, negative, uh, miserable, financially broke and the only place I had to sleep was on the floor. You know, I would show up at people's houses and I'd be like, can I sleep on your floor? I have nowhere else to sleep. And some nights I'd sleep in my car. So I I was a negative person. I was in the valley. But what really radically changed my experience, it was two incredible experiences. The first one was a friend took me out for a cup of coffee, and he said these very humbling words. Uh, Now, I couldn't afford that coffee, so whatever he said, I would, you know, I, I took it. He says, you don't have a hard knock life problem. He says, what you have is an attitude problem. And then he went on to say, "Is you don't have a financial problem. You have an attitude problem. See, that's where a lot of people, you know, there's a misconception there. If they get their attitude right, whatever direction their attitude is going to go, the things in their life will begin to follow. And from that moment on, I began to invest in my attitude. I developed some philosophies that really – uh, directed the wind into my attitude. You know, I I, I I believe that if I invested in my mind, my mind would take care of me. And I and I discovered as I slowly began to change my attitude towards a positive direction, my life began to evolve around that. And then also, I was uh, I was given a seminar ticket to go see a guy by the name of Zig Ziglar speak. Oh yeah, I think everybody. Yeah, everybody knows Zig, and I think a lot of people have a Zig story. But mine was very interesting. Um, I, I actually was at a buffet, and I knocked Zig Ziglar over. I didn't know who he was, and I'm about six seven, two hundred and eighty pounds. I'm I'm a big linebacker kind of a guy, and you know if you're in my way at a buffet, I will knock you over. So, and he was walking around a corner, and I knocked him over. And he was so positive about the experience, but over the years we've talked about attitude. And he says, you know, sometimes we get this thing called stinking thinking and we gotta take a time to do a checkup from the neck up. And since that time I've just become passionate about helping people discover the value of their attitude within them.
0: You know, this is a conversation, it really is. I mean, you, this is a great, great follow-up to the last hour, uh, that we just did because we (laughs) were talking about, uh, we were talking about jobs, we were talking about career, we were talking about a number of different things. We had a caller call in and, you know, shared a very, you know, important perspective. Uh, what has been your most significant lesson along the way? I mean, I guess my question is, do we have to be in a position where we're losing it all to realize that we can have it all? you know what I'm saying? Or can we oh, learn it without going there?
1: Right, right. Well, you know, sometimes we we, lo- we learn the lesson the hard way, Yeah. you know, but we don't have to. And I really try to explain to people that if you can develop your awareness, your attitude awareness, and the metaphor I give them is, You know, think of the first Star Wars movie when Luke Skywalker didn't know that he had the Force or how to use the Force, but then he met somebody who was experienced in it, had that awareness of the Force, and taught him the awareness where he developed into learning how to master that. We have a Force within us. That's our attitude. But I don't know about you, but growing up in high school, junior high, elementary, college, I never saw a class that said, Attitude 101. Here's what your attitude is. Here's how you use it. Here's how you apply it to adversity. Here's how you apply it to achieve success. That was never there. So usually the the, the point of learning what your attitude really can do and what it's about uh, comes to us all at different times. So, you know, but, but I think that even in the good times, it, it's just a matter of choice. You have uh-huh. to choose to believe that your attitude really is Matters.
0: So. Well, and, you know, what I wanted to talk with you about, and, you know, clearly we now talk about this, Sam, we talk about vibration, we talk about energy, and that's the way you come mm-hmm. across here. I mean, you know, some of us have been sort of at that place that, that you were at and, uh, and and others have been at that place and not been able to come out. What do you think the difference is between those folks that have learned to have that attitude as they're going through perhaps the toughest moments of their lives and those that have not quite gotten that attitude is so important?
1: Well, you know, I see this a lot. Um, Some people, they choose to give up. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. And my only encouragement is I, I, I can't make that choice for you. I have people tell me, well, you know, I wish my husband would hear this talk or read your book because he's negative and I don't know how to change him. And I'm like, honey, you're never going to be able to change him. He has to want to change himself. And everybody listening, everybody I talk to, every one of us has options. We all have the power to change our future in an instant. And it, but it starts with a decision and it has to start with something. Life gets better when we get better. And the starting point to getting better has to start somewhere. Where is that? It's with our attitude. You know, but the encouraging thing is is I tell people whatever situation you're in, somebody else is potentially in that situation, but somebody else has also overcome that. Go out and look for examples. Go out and look for the single mom who, you know, has the two jobs and the three kids at home, but she's doing it. You know, and, and find these people that can inspire you because here's what happens to our attitude: our attitude loses energy. It's like a car battery. You know, and through adversity, unscheduled appointments, negative people, maybe a, a, a bad relationship, something—I don't know—these things tend to steal our energy. They—they they just zap our energy. Yeah.
0: And so yeah, I tell people,
1: like, you know, and when I wrote this book. You know, the brand-new book that I have coming out um, first week of January called A Kick in the Attitude, what I tell people is what jumper cables are to a car battery, this book is to your attitude. It's not a book for positive people or negative people. It's for anybody who has an attitude that needs to recharge it, you know, because we lose that energy. You know, at the end of the night, I still got to recharge my cell phone in order for it to do what it was designed to do. And in order for you to do what you were designed to do, you got to recharge that one asset that you were born with, your attitude.
0: You know, so, a lot of a lot of what we're we're talking about today is you know having that you know having that thread that attitude that we carry in every aspect of their their lives i don't think sam i don't think you're talking about you know having an attitude uh switch that we could turn on that we don't have tough times in our lives um right. but you know we encounter people that will bring out the best of us and then sometimes bring out the not so best to us i think you refer to them as uptight people
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Boy, yeah that is, you know <laughs> well, I, I tell people a great attitude booster is you got to learn to lighten up because there's so many uptight Ugh. people around us. And, and, you know, when I'm speaking, I will really shock my audience because I'll tell them, we, we do, like, a lot of medical research behind attitude. And I'll tell them there's only one way to describe an uptight person, and that's constipated. You know, and when people hear that, some people cringe, other people laugh, but we did a medical study and found out usually people who are negative, moody, or uptight are that way because they're blocked up. And I tell them, you got to take your fiber, and within an hour of taking your omega 3s, your flaxseed, you're going to release toxins from your body and you'll improve your mood within an hour. I think that's amazing. So anybody listening, test it. It works.
0: Well, it does, doesn't it? I mean it's a great way to kind of look at a, you know, our lives. We know, don't we, Sam? We know when, you know, we're we're in that mode where we're feeling a bit toxic ourselves. Don't you think we know that?
1: Oh yeah. And that's and that's what Zig says. He says, You gotta do that checkup from the neck up. He says, You don't wanna be like the lady sitting in church who took a deep breath and said Good God, it smells like somebody's deodorant's not working, and the fellow next to her says, Well, it can't be me. I'm not wearing any. Point and example. <laughs> how's your attitude? And that's, and that's, now, now I've been speaking on attitude for 14 years, but I still have to work on it, and I have a simple strategy for people. Let's you hold know, that for when do. we
0: come back from break because I want to share that strategy with all of us today because you know, we're getting ready for the holidays here, Sam. We may have to pump up our attitude muscles. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show.
2: So how many times have you said, I need to quit smoking? How many times have you tried to quit smoking only to fail? How many times a day are you smoking and wishing you weren't? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help you to become smoke-free for life. Take on the habits of a non-smoker, not an ex-smoker. Our clients tell us they simply lose the desire for the cigarette. Become stress-free and relaxed. Lose or maintain weight at the same time and effortlessly take back control. Andy Castle quit his 15-year smoking habit and has been smoke-free for over a year. Jane Penrod quit smoking after smoking three packs a day for 50 years. Yes, it works. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157.
3: How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality,
2: Zero six five nine, visit Mary Jane Mack dot com
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. And my very special guest today, Sam Glenn, is joining us here today. A kick in the attitude. Sam, why don't we take a minute and give out your information so people can find out how to get a copy of the book and your website. Uh, and then you're going to share some tips with us.
1: Sure. Well, to get the book, uh, we're encouraging everybody just go to Amazon.com and type in a kick in the attitude. I'm sure everybody listening probably is thinking, I know somebody who could use a good kick in the attitude right now. So just go to Amazon.com, and our website is just a little bit under construction. It's being rehauled, but it's everythingattitude.com, everythingattitude.com.
0: Um, okay so as we're getting ready to give ourselves a big kick in the attitude or a little kick in the attitude there are some tips and strategies you were going to share because we're getting ready you know we're getting ready for this holiday season so we need some help like now from the attitude guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) well this is is how I kind of convey it to audiences I ask how many people take a shower on a daily basis and about 90 percent raise their hand so but I tell them, uh, I, and then I ask them, how long does it take you to take a shower? And usually the, the average time is between, you know, five to ten minutes. And then what I do is I tell them, okay, I'm going to take that five to ten minutes that you invest in bathing every single day, I'm going to take that away for an entire year. Now let's see what that little thing that you do, five, ten minutes a day, that little investment that you do, let's see how that affects every area of your life. And I'll ask them, I'll be like, if you didn't take a shower for the next year, would that affect your self-image at all? All the hands go up. And then I ask them, would it affect your relationships at all? Yep. And I ask them, would it affect your uh, your love life at all? And most of the hands go up. And then eventually I ask them, would it affect your finances? And everybody agrees. They get the picture. You know, I give them that visual picture that – five to ten minutes a day that you invest in bathing, you don't really think about it, and you don't think about that little thing that you do every day which affects so many areas of your life. Now, apply that same strategy to your attitude. You know, what I tell people is measure the time it takes you to take a shower. If you take five minutes, take five minutes and invest that same five minutes into your attitude. You can start the day off by listening to good music. You could read positive quotes. Now, I have attention deficit disorder. So I have to read books that really captivate me. And, and my books, I write books that are ADD-friendly. You know, the words have to be big. They have to have stories, good humor. So I encourage people, find a way to feed your attitude because it's really a factory there. Input creates output. If you don't like the output in your life, you got to change that input. You might have to change some associations because there's people that you're around, and we were talking about this on the break, is that there are people who will zap your energy. And so you have to create some boundaries with people. So in the holidays is a perfect uh, uh, perfect example, you know, when you're meeting with the family and new friends or old friends. And, and there's some people that no matter how much you try to, you know, tell them or encourage them to get positive, they just won't go there. Well, you can lead the horse to the water, but the horse has to choose to drink. And for some people, the big challenge is just leading the horse to the water. So, you know, But those are some simple strategies.
0: Those are great strategies. And, you know, I want to get back to something you said, because this is really, really important to me. Um, you know, those of us that, you, you know, some honestly, if I were your age, People say that I would have been classified as ADD. They just said I'm just too old for it, that, you know, it didn't exist back then. And so what's kind of interesting
1: is to hear
0: hear you talking about this and classify yourself, and, and not in a negative way, but just say, hey, look, this is who I am. Contrary to that, a couple of days ago someone made a comment to me, Sam, and I would love for you to... Give me a response to it. What they said was that we have generations of children now growing up to adults that are ADD. And and the comment was that they are perhaps what people are calling the depressed generation. But now here you come with this whole, no, that can't be true, but you must right. have overcome some challenges around that what would you say to the the people listening to the show and that you know that either have children or themselves that are in that same sort of societal category um of ADD i mean what do you say yeah. to folks that say <laughs> my kid kid doesn't know how to have an attitude you know <laughs>
1: Well, well, it, it, it's interesting. People with ADD, we're very entertaining, but we're also very talented and gifted. We have special gifts. But um, I, I will tell you this. When I speak and I talk about my attention deficit disorder, I give parents a lot of hope. My brother has ri- actually written several books about attention deficit disorder, and, and they're just fabulous books. Um, I believe his website is chalkguy.com and the book is called Simply Special. It's a phenomenal book, and it it talks about uh, what really is ADD because sometimes people see a kid who's just hyped up on, you know, a Pop-Tart from breakfast, and they're, oh, he's hyperactive, ADD. So there's a lot of misinterpretation with that. But, you know, with parents, they have to understand that uh, there is a new generation of of kids coming up and, and their association with their friends and stuff, so... So you have to learn to teach them differently. You know, when I was growing up, we, we would have to go to a, a class, a special class called LD, and they called it Learning Disabled. Yes. And I remember going to a class with a kid who was, you know, he had a behavioral disorder, but he could do things with duct tape that I've never seen any human do. And uh, But now I tell people LD is really just learning differently. A lot of people will, might learn visually, uh, kinesthetic or... You know, audibly. So it's really addressing, you know, stuff like that. And I, and I tell people, just kind of research stuff. You know, don't, don't turn to your neighbor who doesn't know anything about it and say, you know, what do you think about ADD or that or this, you know, and, and go off of their opinion. You have to research it a little bit because there's some good information out there that will give you strategies and how to, you know, deal with your student or yourself so you can function properly.
0: I wanted to ask you, Sam, and thank you for giving um, our listeners your brother's website. I've just peeked at it. Um, I want to ask you about complaining. Um, and, and I want to ask you, uh, how. Do, first of all, how does one handle someone that does complain, and what do you say to complainers? How does this affect their, their uh, how do I say it, probability for success?
1: Well, uh, people might not like my philosophy with complaining. <laughs> Because I have a rule. You know, philosophies are what drive driver attitude, and this is my philosophy. If you're going to be around me, I don't want to hear you complain about it. Because most people are simply complaining about what they tolerate. If you tolerate it, you're not entitled to complain about it. You know, you have to do something about it. And, and it's about reinforcing that. It's affirmation. You know, I've had people complain to me about their finances and I'm like, you know, that's where your focus is going. If you're going to complain about something, that's where your focus is, that's where your feelings are, and and that's what's going to create some of your experiences. You've got to stop complaining and start finding something to be grateful for. Start complimenting people. And as parents, you have to you have to catch your kids and break their pattern early because if you have kids who are complaining, you might want to just look in the mirror because they might be getting it from you. And, you know, I tell people complaining mm -hmm. is just like putting a hole in the boat. You know, if we're out at sea and uh, we're in a storm, you know, are you going to complain about the storm? I tell people, no, you better adjust the sail. Let's move. I'll
0: tell you, that that is
1: simple.
0: I love that. I love that, Sam. I love what you're talking about because... You know, there is. there are many things that, you know, I think we could complain about. Uh, you know, one of the most complained about, I think, conversation on the table these days is about jobs. I hate my job. Right. I don't know how I got right. here. I, You know, I don't have my job, but when I did have it, I hated it. <laughs> but now I don't well, have it.
1: <laughs> well, here's what's interesting is, uh, you know, early on when I was talking about when I sat down with a guy who took me out for a cup of coffee, yeah. His first question was, you know, talk to me what's going on in your world and here's the thing. People who are complainers, you know, it's a self-imposed limitation. You know, you you if you're a complainer, you created that. You live with it. And misery loves company and it's always recruiting. So I began to complain about my life, my finances, my job, you know, everything and and that was my focus. And he says you got to stop. And he made a list, and he goes, let's, let's turn your complaining around because that, that creates a bad attitude. And I'll never forget, he pulled out a yellow pad, and we started writing down everything I could be grateful for. And because my mind was a little bit foggy and a little bit negative and I was in a complaining mode, it was really hard to find something to be grateful for, but he guided me there. And, you know, we, we started with the simple things like, hey, you know, I could be grateful that I have a toothbrush to brush my teeth, a pillow to sleep on, a blanket, a roof, somebody that loves me. And you know what? That's the power of, of finding something to be grateful for because here's the thing. Complaining is a minor negative and being grateful is a major positive. And I tell people a minor negative cannot occupy the same space as a major positive.
0: Well, I have to tell you, Sam, you are a major positive, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, what a great conversation and a great show. Sam Glenn, everyone. You're going to want to check out his website. The book is fabulous. The message is powerful, and we are all at choice. Go to samglenn.com. That's samglenn.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
3: products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease do you like where your health and looks are headed or are you ready for a total transformation your dollars and days off have never been more precious so why waste them on anything other than lasting real rejuvenation sure there are expensive spa vacations and then there's total transformation join best-selling author cat james in a gorgeous mountain setting where you learn the very food and self-care principles that transformed her beyond recognition without self deprivation break free from the food and beauty self-sabotage and spend five days with the woman self magazine calls a master of self-transformation you will even celebrate the new you with a world-class makeover and photo shoot want a total transformation but can't afford to get away a 10 cats teleprogram from your home via computer or phone make 2009 your year for total transformation call us at 877-54-TOTAL or visit us at Totaltransformation.com. athletes diabetics moms let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called chocolate number no. nine chocolate number no. nine is made with only organic agave And the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item. And best of all, chocolate number 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909.